hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Before we get started, we'd like to give a big welcome again to all those college students who are listening and watching Queer Money from their college university career websites. So what state produces 99% of all the commercial hazelnuts in the world is the birthplace of the tater tot and had its name chosen by a coin toss. <laughs> You're listening to Queer Money episode 409 and today we're sharing the most affordable LGBTQ plus friendly city in Oregon. Now I'm with the show. So which which city was decided by a coin toss? Portland. Oh. Would have otherwise been named Boston. Oh, gotcha. Oh, oh sorry. now on with the show. The mission of Queer Money is to financially empower the LGBTQ plus community. Join us in thanking Capital One for supporting that mission. Ah, Oregon, if you like red wine, this is a state to go visit. <laughs> I do. I will. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so one of the interesting things with Oregon, similar to Washington and several other states that we've talked about, it has a high concentration of population in very small areas. So a lot of the population in the state is concentrated near and around Portland, um, which means that there's a lot of other medium and small size cities. And when we started looking at our list, that's exactly what we were finding is that we saw cities like Bend that has a population of 100,000 or Corvallis that has a population of 60,000. So we're going to be talking about some cities that don't have huge populations, which means you're not going to find the plethora of uh, LGBTQ uh, experiences that you would say, for example, in a city like San Francisco, New York, Denver, Chicago. Right. But as we've been learning, as we've been doing this study and people are reaching out, talking to us about the findings from this this analysis that we're doing, um, quite honestly, there are a lot of LGBTQ plus people who don't want to live in these gigantic cities. They want a quieter uh, life. And that's uh, definitely something that some of these cities that we're reviewing in Oregon uh, will provide people. So contrary to popular belief, not everybody actually wants to live in LA, Chicago, New York City. <laughs> um, some people do actually want a quieter, different kind of life. Uh, there's um, The winner for uh, this week uh, is, is, is great for outdoorsy activities. And so if you're an outdoorsy LGBTQ plus person, you know, the winner uh, this week might be the place for you to consider. Um, so not everybody actually wants the oons, 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 right? <laughs> um, but that said, about the size of most of the cities in Oregon, everything else in Oregon is extra, like everything. <laughs> like um, you. It, it's, it's, similar, <laughs> it's not a cheap state to live in. So Like if you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so if you're looking for, uh, you know, if, if you're looking to save money in, in your move, maybe Oregon's not the place for you to go unless you're able to find a great paying job that can cover your uh, more than cover your cost of living. Um, but as we'll discuss here shortly, the cost of living is quite, uh, quite high. Um, and other than uh, the uh, runner-up and the winner this week, um, unfortunately, a lot of the cities that are ranked in Oregon for the Human Rights Campaign um, Municipal Equality Index um, aren't getting great ratings. So it's a liberal state, ten, uh, uh, it's a liberal state allegedly, um, but it's not necessarily ranking that way on some of these reports that we're finding. Um, Oregon did ban conversion therapy in 2015, so that's great. 
Um, and we have heard that places like Bend and Corvallis that David talked about earlier um, are very LGBTQ plus friendly uh, from people that we know who live there, family and friends, uh, but they didn't make uh, our list. So um, I think what we're finding out also with the study is that uh, while we're looking at the numbers and the reports and we're coupling that together to provide you an analysis, um, it still behooves you to do your own research and maybe actually go visit some of these places before moving there or talking to people who actually live there. Uh, the the experience might be a little bit different than what the numbers show, as we'll explain in a couple of weeks when we talk about Ohio. Um, that's uh, what we're experiencing here. Um, so. As David has asked before, uh, if for those of you who are from these areas that we're talking about, please share your thoughts and comments in uh, on the YouTube videos that we're doing or uh, on social media as we're discussing this more publicly. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts of actually people who are, who are experiencing life in these locations to provide some uh, uh, some color to uh, the numbers that we're providing. Yeah. So who's our runner up, John? Our runner up is... Portland, all that said and done. <laughs> Portland is one of two cities to get a 100 on the Human Rights Campaign Municipal Equality Index. Uh, median average incomes uh, come in at number three for all the cities that we reviewed in Oregon, uh, $63,000 and $84,000 respectively. Um, rents come in at number three at $1,866, which is just below the national average. Uh, so there's a little bit of affordability there, but it's more than eaten up by the high cost of living in or uh, in uh, uh Portland, which is 154.6%. Wow. And I, yeah. that, I, right. uh, that's the highest I think we've uh, reported so far in our analysis. Is that I, right? I think it's it's one of the highest. We may have come across a, another high one in Washington, um, but uh, it's not. I don't think it's one the high the highest one. I think this might be the highest that we've actually shared as a runner up or winner. But what that basically means, folks, is if you're living in a city or a state where the cost of living is at the national average or below it's going to be 155% more expensive to live in Portland, which for a lot of people, that is going to seem astronomical. Tired of all the credit card offers you get from your current credit scoring app? Download CreditWise by Capital One today to avoid them. Yeah. Now, if you're living in places like San Francisco, LA, New York, you might be looking at this as a bargain. <laughs> yeah, it's a discount to some people and um, eats up your whole wallet for other people. And then um, home values are toward the bottom for uh, folks who live in Portland at averaging $525,000 per property. So there is a little bit of affordability there in terms of housing, but everything else is expensive. So uh, definitely crunch the numbers and do your spending analysis. Uh, check out Portland before you actually decide to move there because it's not necessarily ranking high in terms of affordability. One thing I will say about Portland when I visited it, it felt to me like the um, the biggest little city in the world. Um, being <laughs> downtown in Portland, it did feel like being in a big city. Um, and that I, I think it was kind of endearing about it that it, it had that concentration uh, of population and amenities that made it feel like a big city, which can be pretty nice sometimes. Absolutely. So David, who is the winner? Our winner is Eugene, a city that neither of us have been to. <laughs> no. But uh, similar to Portland, it was the other city that did get a 100 on the HRC MEI index. And that is really kind of what pushed these two cities to the top. Uh, because we do 
overweight that uh, that um, ranking on the index. Uh, so that pushed this up. Now, rents, um, they uh, came in just below Portland at 1,837. So uh, they were second from the top. <laughs> Home values, similar. Um, they came in second to the top um, just behind uh, Portland. But What's interesting is considerably cheaper, $100,000 cheaper at $430,000. So home prices there are probably much more affordable for the average individual than they are in Portland. The cost of living, though, is considerably less at 135, I'm sorry, at 135.8%. Um, now that may still feel still high, high relative yes. to a lot of places in the country. <laughs> exactly, but that's uh, that is considerably cheaper. Um, and then what I thought was interesting here is the median and average incomes are quite a bit lower than Portland. They came in at fifty thousand and sixty-eight thousand dollars, respectively. So your dollar may go further; you just may not have as many of them. Yeah. So if you're going to move to Eugene, uh, maybe that's a place where you kind of take advantage of geo arbitrage. If you are coming from a place like New York or Chicago or San Francisco, uh, maybe you can. And you do are you look, are looking to move and are looking for that smaller sort of a town vibe. Then maybe Eugene is something to think about. But you keep your job in that higher, that more expensive city and you you uh, remote into work. Um, with Oregon, there's just a lot of disparities in their cities, right? So you'll find, it seems anyway, that you'll find low incomes, but a high cost of living or the inverse of high cost of living with low incomes. It uh, doesn't seem to be anything that's sort of like a panacea for uh, for uh, for Oregon, unfortunately. Um some great things about Eugene, though, we need to celebrate uh, is that it's on the Willamette River uh, between the Skinner Butte, the Spencer Butte, and the Corp. Coburg Hills. Uh, so it's a very picturesque, beautiful place to be. Um, it's great for outdoorsy people from everything that we've we've seen and heard and read. Um, it's great for hiking and cycling uh, through the gorgeous woods and kayaking and and, and whatnot, playing on the river and the, and the lakes. Um, it's listed as one of the best cities in the country for bicycle, uh, being bicycle friendly. So if you like to bicycle everywhere, but like David and I enjoy that, but it also scares me sometimes because <laughs> not every city is bicycle friendly. Um, Eugene apparently sure. is sets the bar. So uh, if that's important to you, definitely check it out. Um, it prohibited discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation uh, for housing and during, uh, no, for sexual orientation in housing, employment, and public access in 1977. That is crazy. Um, and then it, it expanded that to state-level employment for in 1987. So definitely Way, ahead of the curve in some areas in terms of LGBTQ plus rights. Yeah, and I think that's probably why Advocate back in 2016 listed it as the 12th queerest city in America. So we're not the only one saying this. Advocate also did their research five, ooh, seven years ago uh, and uh, are listing it as a very queer-friendly city. And that may be in part because it is the home of the University of Oregon. Um, it, it is listed as... Uh, the University of Oregon is listed as the top LGBTQ campus by two organizations, bestcolleges.com and Campus Pride. If you're a college student, join Cap Campus Pride. It's a great way to network and connect with other queer folks. And of course, being a, a very queer-friendly city, it does have its own pride, and that pride is in August. So congratulations, Portland, and especially Eugene. Start your journey to financial independence with a checking and savings account that doesn't nickel and dime you with fees. Get a Capital One 360 checking or a 360 performance savings account at Capital One today. 
Thanks again for joining us for another Queer Money bonus episode that we do on Thursdays covering the LGBTQ plus friendly cities across all 50 states. Next week, we're going to be tackling Oklahoma. And guess what? It <laughs> might surprise you that there is a state, a city that got a 100 on the HRC Equality Index. Yeah, it surprised me for sure. If you'd like to see the results of all of the cities that we're analyzing throughout this series, please go to queermoneypodcast.com forward slash cities or click the link in your podcast player to get our growing analysis. Thank you and have a great weekend. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking Queer Money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.